This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. NASA's Psyche spacecraft has blasted off, and today we'll talk about the six-year journey to its asteroid namesake. Meanwhile, here on Earth, Siri and Alexa were only the beginning. As voice recognition and speech synthesis technologies continue to mature, the days of typing on keyboards to interact with the digital world around us could be coming to an end, and sooner than many of us anticipated. Where today's virtual assistants exist on our mobile devices and desktops to provide scripted answers to specific questions, the LLM-powered generative AI co-pilots of tomorrow will be there, and everywhere else, too. This is the voice-first future Tobias Dengel envisions in his new book, The Sound of the Future, The Coming Age of Voice Technology. Using a wide-ranging set of examples and applications in everything from marketing, sales, and customer service to manufacturing and logistics, Dengel walks the reader through how voice technologies can revolutionize the ways in which we interact with the digital world. You can check out an excerpt from the book at Engadget.com. In it, Dengel discusses how voice technology might expand its role in the aviation industry, even after the disastrous outcome of its early use in the Boeing 737 MAX. NASA's Psyche spacecraft has blasted off and begun a six-year, 2.2 billion mile journey to a peculiar asteroid. Astronomers have speculated that the space rock, also named Psyche, was once the partial core of a small planet in the early days of the solar system. The seemingly iron and nickel-rich asteroid may hold clues to the formation of planets, including our own. On Friday, the uncrewed Psyche spacecraft lifted off at 10.19 a.m. Eastern Time aboard a SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket at Kennedy Space Center in Florida. After successfully jettisoning its fairings and separating from the rocket, ground controllers established two-way communication. Telemetry reports indicate it made it to space in good health. The mission had faced numerous delays before finally lifting off. Psyche, the asteroid, rotates around the Sun in a belt between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter. Researchers estimate it's made of 30-60% to 60 nickel-iron core, allowing them a rare glimpse into a possible planetary core. My best guess is that it's more than half metal based on the data that we've got. Lindy Elkins-Tanton, an Arizona State University professor working as the mission's principal investigator, told the New York Times. We're really going to see a kind of new object, which means that a lot of our ideas are going to be proven wrong. The spacecraft will take around six years to reach Psyche. At that point, NASA's Psyche craft will orbit the asteroid for 26 months, studying it with various instruments. The craft will use cameras to get an up-close peek, a magnetometer to look for an ancient magnetic field, a gamma-ray spectrometer to detect high-energy gamma rays and neutrons, and a radio antenna to map the space rock's gravity. 
I am excited to see the treasure trove of science Psyche will unlock as NASA's first mission to a metal world, said Nicola Fox, a NASA science mission directorate associate. By studying asteroid Psyche, we hope to better understand our universe and our place in it, especially regarding the mysterious and impossible-to-reach metal core of our own home planet, Earth. The spacecraft will also test NASA's deep space laser communications, an experimental communications method that could increase deep space bandwidth 100-fold over the current standard radio waves. It's exciting to know that in a few short weeks, deep space optical communications will begin sending data back to Earth to test this critical capability for the future of space exploration, said Dr. Prasun Desai, Associate Administrator, Acting, STMD at NASA HQ. The insights we learn will help us advance these innovative new technologies and, ultimately, pursue bolder goals in space. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Andrew Tarantola and Will Shanklin and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.